Uh-huh. Party people. I, th- I, I think we're doing good on everything. Yeah. My computer has not been hitching uh, today, at, at, at <laughs> least. Oh, good. Uh, there was that news story. I don't know if you saw it, but AT&T is like saying, we have no more data caps because everyone's oh. basically staying at home and using a lot of their data. <laughs> Downloading a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I don't have AT&T, so I guess that doesn't really affect me. I don't know if Comcast was doing anything with that. I think that's what we have. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. Oh, Diamond. We're a Verizon family. We have Charter Spectrum, which I don't even know. There might be a Midwestern thing. Have you heard of Charter? Uh, yes. You Charter yeah, out I, there. Okay. I have. What did my parents have when they were out in Texas? Mm. They had something, and it was real bad. Um, it, 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 it was just bad, terrible service, slow speeds, and it was expensive as hell. And it was just like, oh, yeah. this is, like, you're getting ripped off. You can get, like, quadruple the speed, Mom, if, if you just, like, switch to Comcast. So, oh, well. Ladies and gentlemen... <laughs> this is episode 87 of the Captain's Log. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined on the other side of the computer screen by yes. Melissa Wilkinson. Yes, hello. Nice and safe. Exactly. Safe in our <laughs> homes and boxes, away from other people in their boxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I am excited for podcasts to thrive I imagine many of them are done over Skype like this. There's no threat, no contamination. Yeah, it's really funny for me because I, I, I watch a number of podcasts that do mm. video shows. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of which, uh, we are live on Twitch right now as we are every yes. week. Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, twitch.tv slash the whatnots. Um. But they they have like studios and they're you know yeah. they're all on on set and stuff like that and then they're just like oh we're gonna have to like figure out how to podcast like normal people and mm-hmm. do this on Skype or on like Google Hangouts or something and they're just like I don't know if I can figure it out and I'm just like eh, welcome to our world <laughs> <laughs> we should go out there and offer to teach them like you just set yourself up with this really cool freelance side gig for like the yeah. next three weeks podcast consultant uh-huh yeah Part-time podcast consultant. Here's what to do. Here's what not to do. Rule number one mm. of what not to do. Don't buy a terrible computer expecting it to do great things because then you'll end up like us. <laughs> <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> well, your computer pre- does your computer predate your history as a podcaster? This one, no. Uh-uh. Oh, um, well. The desktop that i use now to podcast with i got two three years ago at black friday um Mm -hmm. and i went from a one laptop setup i i had a macbook for for uh school and Mm -hmm. then i was like i like i don't really use this for school anymore it's really only for a podcast and i only podcast from home like Mm -hmm. I can get myself a desktop and then just get myself like a cheap 
laptop for for when Sensible. I like go to work and want to put something on ye YouTube or something. Uh, mm -hmm. And so that's basically what 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 what, what I did but my computer was a lot less powerful than that old macbook used to be so it's mm -hmm. just like ah, i fucked myself with this one <laughs> oh well here we are yeah. melissa yeah how are you how's your week been i'm doing fine i spent all of this week baking pies for no one to no end <laughs> baking pies yes I mean, you, you are so, a b b b baker. That's something yes. I expect. Yes. So every year, our office has a pie day competition okay. for March 14th. And it was supposed to be today, the 13th, because, you know, it's a Friday. We can't do it on a Saturday. Hmm. And I spent and I got a food processor for Christmas this year. I can make pie crust from scratch now, like nice. really good. I wanted to win this year. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to make a test pie and then a real pie. Like, I need a rough draft of this to make sure I'm doing it good. So, like, Monday night, I'm out at the grocery store. Tuesday night, I spend all night baking. And Wednesday night, I spend all night baking again. Yesterday, they're like, we're canceling the pie competition. Oh, man. Too many people have too many fingers in too many pies, and that can spread coronavirus. Yeah, so I just have one and a half uh, full apple chai spice pies in my fridge that I guess I will mm -hmm. slowly eat away at myself. Because they said, well, it was postponed, but they, you know, indefinitely. We have no idea when we'll be able to have communal food again. Yeah. It's like, I guess this is just food for me. Like, if I end up, like, trapped inside my house i can't go to the grocery store you go to the grocery store and it's like well you can buy baking soda or a tumbleweed that's all we have left <laughs> like i'm just yeah. gonna Do I, pie for three meals a day i went to my grocery store here in town uh just i, I had to get some odds and ends like thankfully i was not like i need to stock up and you know mm -hmm. do all of this stuff um but uh yeah it was just like almost empty it was weird yeah so, well thankfully i can still buy a pizza here uh-huh i don't want to go out on the weekend so <laughs> yeah that's that, that that's it's so weird this virus is having a profound effect here in it's, the states it's a frustrating time to be alive because the only uh disasters on this scale that i'm aware of are ones from movies you know like widespread national disasters we've had geographical things uh hurricanes and such that are very very mm -hmm. terrible in one area but on the other side of the country it's pretty much life is normal for you this is like all over the place people of all kinds are concerned yeah. So the only thing I can relate this to is like a big sci-fi disaster movie, like an Independence Day. Right. And what do they do on Independence Day? The president gets up there, gives a speech. Will Smith gets in his jet plane. They fight the aliens. America rolls up its sleeves, fights, and it wins. We have no heroism we can do. Like, there's nothing cool. We can't fight back. All we can do is hum a song to ourselves while we wash our hands 
It is yeah. so lame. Yeah, I mean, it, like, the the thing for me is that, like, everything is closing, and that's probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. But there's no plan beyond that. Yeah. And so it's just like, 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 to me, that's what I think is causing so much of the panic is that everything is just shutting down and being delayed or extended uh, and all that stuff. And no one knows anything beyond that. And it's just like, what, what is happening? And then that's when you get like, I want five years worth of toilet paper now. <laughs> We're stocked so up on knows. this, you know. We've got a Sam's Club membership and a Costco membership in this household, so we are covered on that much at least. There you go. I think I'm going to brave going to the grocery store tomorrow just so they're not stuck eating, like, rice with salt on it for all the meals where I'm not eating apple pie. Yeah. <laughs> like, a state of national emergency was called should... today, which I know... Hmm? Uh, go ahead. Okay. So a state of national emergency was called today, which I know is a tactic to like unlock special funding that you need. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily demand like different behavior from the everyday American that they wouldn't already be aware of. But I'm like, well, I don't know if I've been through one of these before. I don't remember. Like, how is it going to be different? I'm like, do I go outside? Do I like step out of my balcony and look down and there's just now a flaming trash can and like a one lone tire wheel just rolling yeah. menacingly through the parking lot? Like, what happens now? What is this stage like? So I always was like, does everything still work the same? Like, can I order a pizza? If I go to Taco Bell, is Taco Bell still the same? For the most part, I I would say that stuff would at least stay the same. But yeah, I think uh, restaurants right now are hurting. Yeah, yeah. My roommate works at a restaurant, so I am I am interested to find out how that goes for her. She says they've mm-hmm. adopted a super stringent cleaning program. Yep. But we'll see if that's enough. We'll see if even with the cleaning program in hand, they're going to try and stay open, but then what if nobody goes there? You know, right. I don't think anybody's like clamoring for their noodles and company right now. I don't think anybody's like, yeah. well, I need antibacterial soap, toilet paper, and noodles. Yeah. So, they- <laughs> so they might try and stay open, but like send her home early a bunch of times. I gotcha. Yeah, that 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 sucks. Sucks for so so many people out there who are just in in situations like that or are in like part time or contracted mm-hmm. work that's just being canceled. Yeah. It's just like, well, sorry. You know, so. Yeah, this is something I guess nobody like had prepared for. Like, oh, what if everything shuts down? Everything's canceled. We all are. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has that rainy day fund ready. Yeah. So. Oh, well, speaking of, uh, well, let's get back to your pies because you were asking me, uh, I think after we recorded the review show this past week, you're like, Mm -hmm. Kyle, do you have pie making tips? I was like, "Uh, I I don't know. And you're like, because I thought you said you mentioned you made that like how to bake an apple pie app when you were in college, which is kind of a thing that I did. (laughs) <laughs> I I pr- 
prototype. How did you out only in, kind in of do it? App, yeah. So one of my design projects in school was to prototype an app, um, and in the the class we were in, there were only three g- g- guys. It was mm-hmm. it was us, and then the rest were women, and we were like, "Hey, what if we group up and like do the most like stereotypical or, or like the, the most like traditionally thought of as like a feminine thing, right?" It's like, yeah. let's make a cooking app. Like, let's let's make a baking app, and we're like, "Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> this is awesome." Um, and 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 so yeah we just made this app that was like a make your own apple pie recipe so you you chose your you mm-hmm. you chose two kinds of apples you chose your like butter slash fattening thing mm-hmm. uh, you chose your type of sweetener and your type of crust and then it like formulated this recipe of like here's how mm. here's how you can make it there you go. Yeah. So. Did you have to do a lot of like testing for this or did you just dump a couple recipes into like a predictive text deal? Um, I mean, it wasn't really predictive text. We had to enter it all in ourselves and, and okay. stuff like that. So we, we, we did have to come up with the recipes and see like, okay, these apples work. These ones don't. These ones work well with these ones, and we had to give recommendations based off that. But that's all stuff we could just like Google search. It's mm. like, hey, if you use pink lady apples, they go well with as I did honey crisp or something, you know. Um, but yeah, we had fun. But yeah, I was like, I have no tips because I don't actually know <laughs> how to bake. This is just something stupid that we thought was funny. <laughs> I was wondering if you had that one weird tip that doctors hate, like locked in the back of your brain from several years ago. Because I took never this. believe what I'm... they put in this pie. <laughs> Another smaller pie inside of it. That's the secret. Like, I take my baking very seriously and I'm pretty good at it, but I'm not very mm-hmm. experienced with pies. Like, sure. I need every tip on my side possible. This is why I made two. I made an earlier test batch of crust. I've made three crusts over the last week. My body's mostly crust. <laughs> I am a crust of a human being. <laughs> I'm only a shell. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so you've been making a bunch of these pies your yes. work canceled the the annual pie yes. making competition so and like i don't know when it's gonna be so i don't want to like what if i wrap it all up and freeze it and then it's like well guys it's, it's june are we gonna have that pie competition again like i'm just gonna eat it and then i'm just gonna make a new different pie for when the contest you- rolls around can you freeze mm-hmm. an apple pie after it's been made and then just like save it for a month and then be like, okay. You can freeze m- most things. I mean, you can. Captain's America, like, others. <laughs> right. But like. Right. Captain America can be frozen and apple pie can be frozen. They're the same. They're both American. <laughs> you can also freeze a bald eagle and a firework. <laughs> um. No, but like, is the is the pie still good? Will it taste the same? Like, 
Yeah, have you experimented with that? I mean, you... What if you show up with a frozen apple pie? Be like, new, new pie. I made it. New recipe right here. Frozen apple pie. You've heard of hot apple pie. You've heard of maybe lukewarm apple pie. But like frozen apple pie. It it offers you the delicious delicious taste of frost that everyone's been clamoring for. <laughs> yeah. We all An love apple frost. Pie. I don't know. I'm gonna make this was so much work, and I'm glad I did it because I wanted the experience, and I did make a pretty good-looking pie. I'm going to make a banana cream next time. I've made banana cream before. I know I'm good at it, and that graham cracker crust is going to be so much easier than rolling out a flour and butter pastry crust. There you go. I, I only know how to make one pie off the top of my head because it's a it's a recipe that i just kind of threw together but it works okay and so i was just like oh this is good I'll, I'll like my i made it one year for thanksgiving i think with my family and then now every year my mom is like oh are you gonna make that pie again and i'm always just like no no one eats it <laughs> but me and i'm only gonna be there for two weeks and it's a lot of pie <laughs> what um, is it it's in oreo pie uh, oh yeah and so i but it's a frozen one uh mm-hmm. so it's uh which is was i i get the irony of me just talking about a frozen Good. apple pie uh but yeah you, you can just get a store-bought oreo crust get a thing of oreo pudding uh, yes. Get a pack of Oreos. Gets a t- get a tub of Cool Whip. Yes. Make the uh, Oreo pudding, which I think you just need milk mm-hmm. for and the powder stuff. Um, and then you can crush up uh some more Oreos and put those in the pudding. Mix in half of the tub of Cool Whip. Uh, okay. And then. Put that in the pie crust and then sprinkle more Oreo crumbs on top. For Freeze it overnight and then when you serve each slice, which it's a bitch to cut because it's frozen. But once you do, once you can make that happen. Hold on. Hold on. What kind of, I don't understand the consistency of this, where it's very hard to cut into, but you deem it also appropriate to eat at that time? But, well, I mean, you you probably have to take it out of the freezer and let it sit for half an hour. Yeah. I I, I, I don't know. Just enough so, like, the knife can actually cut it and stuff. But the consistency is is it, like it's heavy but it's light at the same time the cool whip like crystallizes and and stuff yeah. and keeps it light that's what like fills it out or it might be the pudding that crystallizes since that's the one that's usually not in the freezer section but yeah it makes this like crystalline filling okay it's so good i like it but it's very rich and it's very he- yes. heavy. So 
I've made it for like one or two uh, other things, and they're like, "Oh man, this is so much." And I'm just sitting there like, "But it's so good." <laughs> I'm with you. Like when I get up the grocery store, if they're not only selling baking soda and tumbleweeds, like I want me some ice cream. I'm not yeah. eating all of this pie with no ice cream. <laughs> it it's it's kind of like an ice cream pie, but the yeah. ice cream is more solid than what you normally think of as like ice cream like an ice cream cake i don't know it's hard to explain but it's good Mm -hmm. yeah oh that's the only pie that i know how to make that sounds good it is good it is good but yeah so what what is the plan then with all of this pie are you like do you have an Etsy store now? Are you like trading it for <laughs> toilet paper on the black market or something? Uh, I will eat some of it and then I will give the rest to my mom to save. Uh, she will probably need to freeze it and thaw it again for the end of the month where her church has this dinner where they ah. serve it all like big cafeteria style. So they like need individual slices of things. Yeah, yeah. Like gotcha. they bring in a big dessert, cut it into individual pieces, lay it out on the table on individual little plates. So thank goodness there is a place I can take incomplete pies. Okay. There you go. Good stuff. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a plan. I was going to say you, you, you could start up your uh, c- c- cookie ma- 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 mafia that, that you and your family has. I swear there's a bigger story to this. You're not just giving those cookies out for free during the holiday times. You have like a we do. protection racket or so- or something. One time somebody on. gave us some hot wings in return, but that's it. <laughs> uh-huh. Alright. <laughs> I'll get to the bottom of this one day, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you see me with all of the riches that I have reaped from the cookie mafia. You see all of these rings on my hand right now. You see the Rolls Royce back there that's just been parked inside my bedroom because I am that rich. I have those connections. Oh, yeah. I've seen them. You might not be able to see it right now, but I've seen them. (laughs) Truth be told. (laughs) Uh, Melissa... Yeah. Talk to me about the Avengers campus at Disneyland. Okay. <laughs> this news broke earlier this week, like two days before Disneyland was like, we're closed for the rest of the month. So right. this news feels kind of hollow. We don't know if it is still on the timeline it was originally proposed for, how any of this is going to go for the next several months. But yeah. uh, Disneyland... Uh, uh, more specifically, Disney California Adventure, where they already have the Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout ride, and where they're going to create a little Avengers mini park. Because of the Universal Studio Orlando's... By the way, shout out to uh, Disney's Star Lord, who is a kind of funny best friend. Oh. There you go. Shout out to Star Lord in general, one of my favorites. Good Star Lord. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So because Universal Studios bought the park rights to Marvel back in the 90s and they've got a little Marvel park over there in Orlando, there's like this legal 
uh, agreement where Disney in the Orlando park can't use anything that is already in the uh, Orlando Marvel park. So they couldn't use Spider-Man. They're putting in a Guardians of the Galaxy ride because nobody cared about Guardians of the Galaxy before 2014. That's like the one property they have that, or the Universal Studios did not already get to. So they can't put it in Orlando. This is a uh, an Anaheim exclusive. This is in Disney California Adventure. And so we've known that they're going to put in, they're going to expand the mission breakout area into this full, uh, maybe approximately Galaxy's Edge-sized Avengers Park called Avengers Campus. Yeah. So let's go through. This is a thread from Carly Wiesel, who's a theme park journalist. She's one of my faves. There is going to be a Spider-Man adventure ride called Web Slingers that she says will use an advanced gesture recognition system to have webs digitally shoot out from your hands. Okay. (laughs) She says it will require no handsets, no devices, nothing. Put on 3D glasses, flick your wrist, and it'll look and feel like the real thing. Up, up, and away. Yeah. (laughs) Go, web, go. Go, go, get your web. (laughs) That's all I can think of with with that one. (laughs) Just shout a bunch of Maguire quotes at Holland. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why is my computer being stupid right now? What is it doing? I'm trying to copy the URL that you have in the document and paste it in google but it just turns into the tick season one the review show episode 79 art it, like it's the tweet that uh <laughs> we have and like i'm hitting the button that says copy link in google documents and then pasting that directly into google and it's our tweet from the <laughs> review show last week what the hell <laughs> computer hates me it's just can, can this is just continue. an ad for all of you go listen Alyssa. to or watch our tick episode yeah mm-hmm. so we're gonna get the spider-man ride we are going to get cute so there's all these little spider bots those are the enemies in the ride that's gonna be a toy of course it is little remote control guy you can pilot around i have a this is very Mm-hmm. tattoo of an original design spider tracer on the back of my arm because spider-man is my favorite character and it just looks what? like a fat spider yeah. oh <laughs> i gotta say i have wondered this about you because i only know you from one angle <laughs> like are you like two years of friendship i don't know what the i've never seen you from the back (laughs) (laughs) melissa's sitting there like turn around (laughs) (laughs) no so like you've got these tattoos like you've Uh got like one on your arm and one on your wrist and one on your chest and i've wondered like are there more there I can't just stop and ask you but i have wondered i mean you can what? I don't care. Um, I want to know what all of them are. So real fast, and then we'll get back to okay. talking about the yeah. parks. I, I have the one on my wrist. I have one on my collar bone. I have two on my ribs. 
Uh, and then I have two on my arm here. I have one that's like a big design here, and then the spider tracer, which is on the back of my arm. So. <laughs> You've like doubled the amount that I thought you had. I, if I had more money, I would have like sleeves and my legs would be covered and stuff <sighs> like that. So I would have a lot more one day. Fascinating. Okay, so there's going to be a little spider bot toy that you can get here in the park. That's like their merchandise lead, I guess, like like your lightsabers or sure, like yeah. your little uh, the childs that you can carry around. Now, one of the things they're going to have in this park, which is very intriguing, is a Doctor Strange sanctum. It's an outdoor Ooh. sanctum. It looks like it was like it's like the ruins of an old one in a garden or something. Cool. Right. It says, Doctor Strange will help guests channel the mystic arts within an outdoor sanctum. Be like, uh, yes, Mr. Strange, or ex excuse me, Doctor Strange. I'd like to see <laughs> He didn't go to eight years of strange right? school for nothing. Right? Well, yeah, but then, like, at, like uh, I, this has been uh, d debated wildly. Is it Leviosa or Leviosa? <laughs> So, <laughs> where do you stand on this debate? Oh, there's going to be a stunt show uh, that's going to be taking place kind of in and around the park. The villain for this is going to be the yet-to-be-seen Taskmaster from the new Black Widow movie. Because they, they can't use Mysterio, right? Because he, he'd be with all the Spider-Man stuff that I don't, Universal has. I don't has. know. Mysterio I don't know would be perfect for that because that's what he is. Like he's a failed Hollywood like stunt and special effects man. So to have him be out there doing that stuff would be perfect. I don't know. I don't know. Taskmaster is good too. Yeah, I don't. We'll have to find out because we don't know the narrative of Taskmaster yet. So we're gonna find out why is it you specifically that gets to be in this park. Uh, there's going to be a Wakandan training experience with Okoye and the Dora Milaje. Good. And then here's the list of all of the walk-around characters we're going to get. Thor, Loki, Ant-Man and Wasp, Captain America, Black Panther, Groot, Star-Lord and Gamora, Doctor Strange, Black Widow, and Captain Marvel. Nice. And there's a like a picture there. of... Yeah, there's a picture of all of them hanging out here in this tweet thread. They look cool. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I'm very excited for these guys. It's big Groot also, like movie one Groot, the tall one. Nice. Yeah. That, that's that's going to be an interesting job. Whoever has that, like how, like how, yeah. how tall are they making him? Is he going to be on those like two foot stilts? Oh, I and, don't know. And stuff? So he's like super tall and he's just like, I am Groot. <laughs> I don't know. It's exciting. And then this is something uh, we've already heard about, but I'm very excited just to have more knowledge on it, which is their restaurant for this area is the Pim Test Kitchen, which is all Amazing. food that's the wrong size. Amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited for incorrectly sized food. Like, 
It's like, yeah, I'll have the cheeseburger, and then it comes, and it's like thirty bite size, like like little little, little cheeseburgers. There is a soft pretzel here that looks like it's Just about as big as a large steering French wheel. Fry. <laughs> what? What if it was like it's? What if it was one fry? It's like the size 30? of a French baguette. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, this is gold. Thirty like bite-sized cheeseburgers, and and then it's just like a giant French fry. It's just like yes. that big, so big. I'm gonna <laughs> cook it in a meatloaf pan. It's potato loaf. That's wild. Yeah. So that's the news on Avengers Campus. Supposed to open this summer. But we're going to see how that heckin' goes. Because the Disney parks are all going to be closed for a while. The fact I learned is that Mm -hmm. in the the 90s, when Disney started opening their international parks, Tokyo, uh, Hong Kong, Paris all happened around that time. And then later they added Shanghai. So right now there's six Disney parks across the globe. Because of the way the time zones line up, there has been constantly playing for like the last 20 or 30 years. It's a small world is playing somewhere. That song is always playing globe wide. It has been, and this will be the first time in, in our lifetime, maybe that it isn't. Oh, wow. But our world is small and I don't want us to forget about that. That's kind of a, a creepy thing to think about, though, that, like, somewhere out there, a small world is playing. Mm-hmm. And then you just see like, these, like, creepy dolls. It's a small world after all. <laughs> it is. Like, we got to remember, that's how this whole thing started. The world is small, and we're all close together. And, like, uh, germs can travel, but you know what can also travel? Love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, all of that stuff, I saw this headline yeah. today. I this was just—it's something you don't think about, and okay. then someone says it, and then it's just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Apparently, the mayor of Bugliano, Italy, mm-hmm. has banned orgies and gangbangs. Now I'm going to need you to... Because of the coronavirus. Is is that the mayor's wording on that? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I saw the the tweet or the document, and it was in Italian. Um, So I I couldn't read the whole thing, but I I read the translated one. But it was like, yeah, gangbangs... Orgies and I'm just, any type I'm just of group sex, three people or more, is banned. Because th- uh, three or uh, more. Yeah. So, the, like, my weekend plans are now canceled. Right. I, no more orgies for me. I can't do it. It's banned. You, you just have to learn to take turns. I'm sorry. <laughs> One at a time. <laughs> I was just imagining like all these Italian elected officials like in their suits in like a nice historic office pouring over all of these legal papers. They're like, we have to say both orgies and gangbangs. 
Orgies isn't going to cover that also. We need to also specify this term. But it's it, it, the, the virus has gotten so bad and Italy is basically on lockdown that everyone mm-hmm. is just staying in their house. That that's all they're doing is just having sex. But them. Like, I mean, sex is still allowed, but large... <laughs> gatherings gangbangs orgies like that that's the thing that's like let the threesomes live i mean yeah i'll call that an acceptable cutoff point (laughs) this three this is really i find this distressing it's it's so weird but yeah but i i i I saw it and i was just like oh yeah i guess people would be doing that it's right it's gonna be wild to look back on this in a couple years and find out what the birth rates are in Italy like nine months from now man how how many kids were born in this time how many gangbangs were being had I gotta ask you, what do you think is the Italian government's difference between an orgy and a gangbang? Because when I I tried to think I'm about this, I'm pretty sure they know. I in my, I'm just bothered that the word orgy didn't like. They felt like that didn't sum up the problem in their eyes. They're like, we need every synonym we could pull out. Everything remotely related to this. Put it in the press release. So the gangbang would be when, 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 like, when everyone is fucking one person. Right. See, this is what it. I was also thinking. Which, I, I guess it, it's, it's like a, like, all squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares type of thing. Yes. All gangbangs yeah. are orgies, but not all orgies are gangbangs. <laughs> You're right. It's, there's video game terminology for this, isn't there? Like, there's video games where it's like everybody's fighting each other. And there's uh, other yeah. video games where it's like it's all of these people versus this one other person. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, there's like... <laughs> death match which is every man for themselves uh i mean you can have team death match there's battle royale which is kyle every man for themselves last man standing wins yes do you think virtual orgies are going to take off do you think a bunch of people in italy just signed up for second life accounts uh second life no i i did see something that pornhub was offering premium subscriptions to uh, p- people in italy to help them pass the time and stuff that's like nice. that uh which is what pornhub does that's what they do they do stuff like that um but i mean yeah like that goes hand in hand with what i i don't know if i if we said at the start or if it was before we started rec- Recording, but mm. AT&T is basically being like, okay, no more data caps for the foreseeable future because everyone's just going to be at home watching Netflix and working from home and watching porn and stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, porn business catching up on that show everybody keeps telling you about. I mean, hey, the 
porn industry makes a shit ton of money and they derive mm-hmm. a bunch of technology. Yeah, right? that's so, what killed uh, Betamax, right? Porn yeah, picked VHS but, uh, and that's why we don't have Betamax? Mm-hmm. All of that stuff, all of the like Blu-ray and 4K and all that stuff, they, they, they went that route as well. Um, yeah. Crazy stuff, though. That you don't. I I really don't think about think how, about. I think we're on the cusp of some sort of a cultural ice age, like this major shift in things, just from what this virus may do to us. Like uh, last night, we were at bar trivia, and mm-hmm. they've got the TV over the bar that's showing like ESPN or something. But all the reports yeah. on ESPN are just sports are canceled. <laughs> no, yep. there's no NBA, no NFL. Uh, no NHL, uh, MLB is, uh, delayed for at least a chunk, right? They're like, we're going to postpone like opening day for like at least several weeks and see how it goes. And all these other things, golf also. And I'm like, what if there's some weird little sport that does continue and completely takes off? Like, what if curling Like, curling is the only thing deemed safe enough to continue. So if anybody wants to get into a sport, your one option is curling. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I've I've been thinking about streaming video games for a long time. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm hesitant to do it because, one, my computer is bad. Two, the main thing is I don't like talking into the void by myself. Like, I, I know never having done it before i'm not going to have much of an audience mm-hmm. so but like that that's the thing like when when you start out you don't want to sit there and say nothing until yeah. someone comes and then when they do but like oh hey hi okay now i guess yeah. i have to start talking uh no like you you want to get yourself in yeah. the habit of just talking anyways mm-hmm. um and i i don't like that that like i uh-huh. I can't really podcast by myself. Like I, I need someone like you to be like, "Hey, did you hear about Italy? <laughs> They're banning gangbangs." <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I would imagine stuff like that is going to take off more than it already has mm-hmm. been. Um, yeah, I, I think just our infrastructure with the with the internet, uh. The, the the internet service providers are already kind of telling us, hey, data caps are bullshit. We're just throttling you because mm-hmm. we want to and we can make you pay. Like, And so I, I, I think them kind of loosening the floodgates mm-hmm. on that, so to speak, will be like, wait, you mean we could have been getting faster internet like this is just something you have access to and you've not been giving it to us like what what the hell guys um because that's the whole big thing with like google stadia or these Mm. technologies that are like hey you can stream video games is yeah a lot of people don't have access to that kind of internet and even if they do have the fastest one that their service p- 
provides, they often have a data cap, and mm-hmm. video g- games is going to eat up all of that real fast. Like, yeah. This is not like watching something on Netflix. This is that like times 10. It, it, mm. This will go by fast. So yeah, that and just working from home, companies will figure out how to make that happen. And I think we're going to see more of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> things things are changing. Another thing I've been wondering about, because we've had a lot of film delays. Yeah. James Bond, I think, was the first to the cusp of these. And you put several more of them in our Discord. Uh, New, Mut- <laughs> New Mutants has been delayed like four times. This movie, New I Mutants. think, has been complete for like the last year and a half. Like it's in the can. <laughs> I feel poor... so bad for it. Uh, yeah, that poor film, man. I'm, I want to see it so bad. But yeah, there, there were three Disney mm. films. It was New Mutants, Antlers, which I've never heard heard of it's a horror movie i don't i don't know but yeah and mulan and then i also saw that fast nine is Mm -hmm. being delayed not by a few months but basically by a full year oh they're really stuck on that being a summer movie huh i guess so i think it's like august 2021 now is what august i thought they were thinking like oh next may April, whenever the next summer kicks off, if we well, can't get on this one, but when, August. When was it originally supposed to come out? Let's see. Oh, F nine original <laughs> release date. We need to compare now. So it it was supposed to be May twenty second, twenty twenty. They've pushed it back to April second, twenty twenty one. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's August, sensible. But. August is wild. So I've been wondering if this continues to happen, but not to such a severe degree that we start seeing theaters close. Like I've I've been picturing the scenario where like a lot of big blockbusters are delayed, but some smaller films continue on as normal. Theaters are still open for a couple smaller films. What if what if, what if because there's so few options for people to choose from, they're still like, you know what? I just need to get out of the house. I miss going to the movies. I'll go to the movies. I don't care what's playing. Like, what if a movie like this David Copperfield movie just becomes the biggest grossing film of the summer? Not because it's made millions and millions of dollars, just because it's made the most dollars because there aren't yeah. very many films playing. Like I, like I don't want things to get worse, but I'm fascinated by, by this concept of just a historical period piece, like kind of quirky comedy drama taking off as well. It's, it has broken no records. It is not made remotely blockbuster level money. It's just the one that people have seen the most out of the four movies they could have seen all together. I, <laughs> Welcome to the reign of Copperfield. <laughs> I w- so you, you put this down in our, our list as Hot Copperfield Summer. And I was like, this is, <laughs> Melissa, I have no idea what this is. I've heard of Hot Girl Summer. Okay, what is Hot so Copperfield we- Summer? <laughs> so we were... 
when uh, No Time to Die was supposed to come out in mid-April the way it was originally intended, uh, we were referring to the season as Hot Spy Summer. And now later this year, we're going to have a Hot Spy Holidays. <laughs> so we proposed the new alternate, Hot Copperfield Summer. Like, I... I see where you're going with that. I don't think that'll happen. No. Because I don't feel like the small movies will be like, this is our chance to shine. Like, I I, 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 I think they're going to end up going the same route. In fact, I saw today, this is coming from USA Today. Uh, this was published at 3.21 p.m. Eastern Time. AMC theaters and Regal cut movie seating capacity in half amid coronavirus mm. pandemic. So they're like, they're staying open for like theaters mm. are still being like, okay, well, we're still open for now, but we also don't want large groups of people like gathering. What if we limit the amount of tickets that we sell? So yeah, that makes sense. Unfortunately, David Copperfield might not have such a hot summer after all. <laughs> oh, I've just been wondering because so many things have been moved. I imagine a studio yeah. couldn't, it couldn't move everything that it has in its slot. It would have to let some well, of like the non blockbuster things that aren't major crowd draws, like I, we got to let something go on that's as planned. An issue. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I think I put in our Discord, like I, I was. Wondering if some of these smaller movies will end up being pulled and then mm. just being like, hey, can we release this on Netflix? Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I, I can see that happening. I, I, I don't know if it will. I don't have one in mind or, or something. But, like, <laughs> what if Disney is, is just, like, they do that Spider-Man, like, hey, uh, but not in a, like, Flirty way, but it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> New mutants, hey, uh, yeah, you're not gonna get to release in theaters. We're gonna put you on Disney Plus, right? Like, <laughs> what if they just went straight to to streaming with these? Yeah, um, yeah, I could have. And if anyone, they'd probably do that for our boy Artie. Just take Artie straight to Disney. Plus, yeah, which I would like, kind like, of appreciate because then I could watch it over and over again without having to multiple times go to the theater. Me, a, a, an adult woman for this child film, I can watch so, it in the privacy of my own home. Here's even something that I was thinking about yesterday. I don't know if it'd be a good idea or mm. or or what, but it, like that's the thing. Like you, a movie has a premiere. And it yes. is this event thing, right? Where, like, you have to go and show up at a certain time. Mm. What if they do something like that for some of these movies? Like, hey, New Mutants will be on Disney Plus for Friday night between 7 p.m. Oh. Eastern time and midnight. And then we're taking it off until like that next night or, or, you know, or next week or, 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 oh, or okay. So it, yeah. it like, it kind of eventizes it. And yes. it's not this like, Oh, I can watch it 30 times this week. Cause I have nothing else to do with my life except sit here and have a gangbang. But, uh, 
like I, I don't know like I, I don't know if that would work or how they would make that happen or something but I, I, I think if they can figure out a way to eventize it mm-hmm. and just be like like hey, a fathom event but just in your own home right yeah just like or show like, up oh, hey remember this TV thing where like the TV like the show would come on at a certain or, time and they'd rerun it later honestly they have your credit card information be like hey you can watch it on Disney Plus now for two dollars hmm just charge a little, little bit of extra money like I would watch it that way i'd be like hell yeah i'm gonna yeah. make my own damn popcorn and sit here <laughs> in my bed and spill this popcorn and i'll find it next really week. tacky carpet to feel like i'm at the movie theater i'm right? gonna look at a picture of greg marcus before the film begins <laughs> let's all go to the movies let's all go <laughs> silence your cell phones <laughs> okay you, um, you put your cell phone on silent right yeah <laughs> it's like oh man i have to pause it i have to go make a text i have to go to the lobby my damn living room <laughs> time to walk out onto my porch yeah um no but like uh, yeah i'm 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 wondering if if something like that will happen something along those lines mm -hmm. but we'll see We'll see what yeah. what happens. This is quite an interesting weeks. time to be alive. It's very distressing, but like intellectually very intriguing. Like just what yeah. are the workarounds, especially for like a logistics nerd like me, the person that was like, yeah, I'm excited for like the Imagineering and the world building of Galaxy's Edge, but the crowd control measures. Tell me about those. Yeah, because like something that was fascinating to me is hearing about south by southwest whereas like mm. yeah we're canceling that but word on I, I forget the exact money amount but they lost millions like 350 yeah. million dollars on canceling that uh and that that's a lot that's like super bowl yeah. money where it, it it's it's like hey the city is basically not g g getting any of this income. That's going to hurt local businesses. That's going to mm -hmm. hurt the whole little e e economy that they have there. Like things, like things are going to be changing and we don't know how exactly yet. And it's just like, we're all just like, what's going to happen? Like, right, this is weird. Right. Yeah. Which I, I, I think I should mention like please be safe take yeah. precautions but at the same time like i think there is an air of like hysteria that's out there it's like okay guys mm -hmm. come on we, we don't need to panic that much but let's you know like take precautions wash your hands maybe get an extra thing of toilet paper but don't get yeah. years worth it don't yes, do that. That yes. just causes more panic and more hurt and more more harm. Right. It just, <sighs> like we all if this happens to any of us, it happens to all of us. Like buy a yeah. hand sanitizer, buy 12 rolls of toilet paper. Or Don't show buy a up gallon. at Melissa's doorstep and trade it for 20 pies. You know? <laughs> 
<laughs> I just have all the snacks. I'm just going to drive around, deliver in the snacks. Just hand but it. But you want cherry, window. apple, chocolate? I got lemon meringue. I got a... <laughs> <laughs> this is something I've also w- wondered about. Like, there is uh, disease concerns, but if you go into your own car and drive around, there's nothing new happening to you. So... This is a hobby I enjoy in my free time, and I'm happy to know I'll still be able to do it. To just hop in my car, pick out a nice podcast, and just drive around. Look at neighborhoods. Look at the beautiful houses of my metropolitan yeah. area. Maybe something like that will take off because people are like, well, there's only my own germs in my own car, so I'm safe there. Yeah. I mean, I could see something. So... I should also say I'm not super educated on exactly how all of the virus spreads. If mm-hmm. it has to be physical contact or if it's airborne loosely somehow, some way, because if it is theoretically, it could still get inside your vents or some, something, you, you know, so I don't know, but yeah, something like that. They're just like, yeah, I'm. what if we just go for a drive? But then that also means like, well, maybe you need to go to the gas station and then touch the gas station pump. (laughs) And so then maybe you don't want to do that because everyone else It's gotten to the point where like, do I take precautions? Sure. But if an everyday thing kills me, that's just how I go out. I'm not not going to the grocery store and putting gas in my car and living. I'm not going to become a mummy at age 29, wrapped in a bunch of sheets inside my own home, the sarcophagus. I don't think I liked it. I saw a tweet. I think I forgot to like it, Uh, but there was apparently a storm over the pyramids in Gaza. And Giza, yeah, something. Um, but the picture I saw, there was like lightning striking one of the pyramids or something. I don't know if it actually was striking or it just mm-hmm. looked like it. It was, but the p- person quote tweeted it and was like, "Great, now we have to d- 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 deal with mummies too." <laughs> <laughs> Because it was just like this storm and this this lightning strike right on this big pyramid. It's just like, oh no, now mummies. <laughs> mummies alive. <laughs> what if mummies are the cure? Just mummy dust. Remember that uh, that thing? Uh, I don't know how long ago it was. Five or six years ago where they opened that sarcophagus and there was just that black goo inside of it and the internet was just like drink it do it (laughs) i think that's an episode of x files i don't know if i remember this really happening or not this this was a thing let me see if i can find it okay google uh uh, black goo sarcophagus for me please yeah black goo sarcophagus it auto-filled (laughs) <laughs> the name uh, of my metal band. <laughs> we are Black Goose Sarcophagus. We're playing you a song. We're <laughs> <laughs> playing you a song? <laughs> Have you seen um, a band before? <laughs> yeah, this was from 2018. The massive black sarcophagus was opened. Here's what's inside. <laughs> this is coming from Live Science and written by Owen Jarris. 
Uh, mm-hmm. And they write, a mysterious black granite sarcophagus discovered in Alexandria, Egypt, dating to a time after Alexander the Great conquered the a- a- area in 332 BC, has been opened. There was speculation at the t- time the discovery was announced er- earlier this month that the massive co- coffin held the remains of Alexander, and that opening the sealed and foreboding-looking box would unleash a curse. Neither seemed to be true, unless unless stinky sewage causes some sort of torment. Yeah, and then (laughs) they go on, and the internet was just like, drink it! I dare you! (laughs) stuff people are dumb man <laughs> i feel like there was a tale of some shipwreck being found that had been shipwrecked for like a century or so and there was like uh-huh. a sealed bottle of wine that they found in the shipwreck and some scientist was like well here i go for science and drank the wine it was like it tastes kind of vinegary now but like as the days went on he's like well i'm still alive so science <laughs> I did it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find this TV show. You just reminded me of something. Uh, yes. Uh, I think I've mentioned Josh Makuga. Here we go. Uh, on the podcast once or twice before. Uh, in passing, he has been for the longest time campaigning to be the next host of Oh yes. Jeopardy. Um, Josh McCuga, he has been, I don't know if he still is working for Collider, uh, but he has mm-hmm. a new show on the History Channel called Eating History, in mm. which they eat a bunch of, like, old or historic things, food that they probably shouldn't eat. Like, hey, here's a... <laughs> unwrapped twinkie from like the 1920s i don't actually know okay if so this is legitimately old food not just like we are recreating a historic recipe no. the way martha washington like, used to make it this is like we found a military ration in a bunker from world war one here let's eat this thing uh here's a can of beans from the 1860s I don't know if they had canneries These back then, beans but like saw Lincoln live. Yeah, Let's eat the dude, beans. Like, but that's the whole show. Uh, so this is coming from wow. Collider.com. It says exclusive trailer for new History Channel series, Eating History, starring Josh McCuga. We at Collider are happy to exclusively debut the trailer for the new History Channel series, Eating History. The unscripted series finds vintage food expert, Old Smokey, teaming what? up with collector Josh McCuga to eat the oldest, most, most nostalgic and shocking foods to have survived history. And that was written by Adam Chitwood back in January of this year. Yeah, they're they're just gonna like eat a bunch of weird stuff. Speaking and I, of his, hmm, I, 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 the one, the last thing I, I I was gonna say is I've heard him on an interview since then and being and him being like, yeah, man, 
there were a couple nights there that were real rough. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Dangerous. Speaking yeah. of things, historic artifacts sealed in their packages. Mm-hmm. I have, I think we were talking about this last week, that I have a string of uh, Christmas lights in my apartment. Yes. Yeah. And half of them burnt out. And I'm like, where am I going to get new Christmas lights in the middle of March? What I ended up doing is just raiding my parents' basement for their old lights that they weren't using. That works. Like, this should at least get me to, like, mid-October when I can shop for lights again within a store. So I'm that digging works. around down there for the all in, like, old holiday and party stuff. And I find two packages. One is open, but one is completely sealed of... Uh, party noisemakers, you know, like the little whistly yeah. part that you blow and then it's like the paper like, coil. Bah. Yep, those things. Uh, themed for Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, since, uh, when was that? 1999? Since 1999, there have been one Completely sealed package of eight and one partially open package of four. Star Wars Phantom One, <laughs> Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace, Noisemakers in my parents' basement. Nobody has touched these. I was also telling you that we found a hard drive from the same yeah. era, a year 2000 compatible, like four gigabyte hard drive in the back yeah. of their linen closet. Still in the packaging with the CompUSA receipt. Amazing. <sighs> so good. Like, I'm happy <laughs> to find these things, but I'm like, you have to stop. That's, is, is, so we have a couple things in our society, in culture, that are mm-hmm. out of date or, 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 or like... I, I I don't know exactly how to explain it without giving an example. So, uh, the save icon oh, yes. on computers is often the icon of a floppy disk. But mm-hmm. a lot of younger people don't know that, or, or, mm-hmm. or they'll hear us. They'll hear. They'll hear. They will hear stories of these mm-hmm. said floppy disks, but they don't know what they are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or like when you go up. To a car and you tell someone to roll their window down yeah it's like no one rolls their window down anymore that technology went away like 10 years ago you know do, more do, than do 10. you have yeah more than 10 but like do you do you have can can you think of another example of that or do you have like a favorite one where it's just like yeah the save icon that's just the dumbest thing that we have what is that i watched a really interesting video from vox or somebody on youtube last year about the radioactive symbol you know that it's like the um that's like the three interesting one the three spiky crescents kind of linked together that was something that, like, they had to make whole cloth in, like, the 1930s or 40s. Like, we have radioactive things we need to warn people away from. What is a universally dangerous-looking symbol? And we'll yeah. label it radioactive in a variety of languages. But just in case, you know, we need the additional failsafe of a pictogram, what looks scary? And it talked about the design of the initial radioactive symbol. And it talked about how stuff that's radioactive will be radioactive for centuries, 
for eons and will label all of the stuff and it's buried deep underground or whatever it is they do to keep it safe. But there is this possibility that like civilization will collapse and like 600 years from now. Yeah. Like what if any of the languages we speak die out that far in the future? Like all of culture has died, but the radioactivity still lives is the symbol going to communicate the same thing to future generations who we don't know? We know none of their touchstones, none of their communication tools, but we have to make this message clear to them or they're going to get hurt. How yeah. do we do this? How do we prepare for something like that? It's it's an interesting conundrum. I, I remember when I was in college uh, in one of my graphic design classes yeah we're studying like symbols and icons Mm -hmm. and how to make good logos and stuff like that and one of the things we always had to learn about was uh like designing icons for the olympics like how do you Mm. communicate food for multiple people uh coming from all sorts of different countries that speak different languages because americans might understand what a cheeseburger is but maybe someone else might not where they just don't Mm -hmm. have cheeseburgers there right or like how do you communicate like a cup of coffee or Mm -hmm. drinks like did do you communicate smoke on on that or is it just a cup or is the cup enough to be like that there's food here right Mm -hmm. you know so that stuff was always fascinating yeah, I hope everything's still on track for them Olympics because I have been pumped for these Olympics for the since the last one. Like, can't wait for another more, please. Yeah, we'll see. It's like mid-August, so hopefully that's enough time for the world to get hopefully, its stuff yeah. straight, for us all to be clean and healthy and ready to run, jump, and swim. Curl and curl. And and tennis <laughs> and gymnast. Yeah. We'll see, man. We'll yeah. see. Uh <sighs> on a lighter note. Oh sure. Listen, I I, I, I wrote radioactive this one. death. Yeah, right. Viruses, death, radioactivity. Um Pie. I yeah. <laughs> Pie. The most menacing of them Pie. all. <laughs> um if you were the voice actor of an animated character, what would your ideal character be? Not necessarily. Well, I, I, I uh-huh. guess if, if, if there's an existing one, who would that be? But never before well, created character. Yeah, like Jiminy's. what type of character would you want to be? I wrote this down last week as just a like, let's put something on on, on here. And we never got... To it, so. I want your answer first. What are you thinking about? I, I would kind of like to be a detective. Oh, I was thinking I, mech pilot. I, I mean, sure, a <laughs> mech piloting detective who, would be amazing. Yeah, who, who, you're just gonna be Roger Smith from the Big O. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm a negotiator in what's this <laughs> city called? My name in is Paradigm Smith, City. I'm a negotiator in Paradigm City. Forty years ago, everybody here lost their memories. 
Um, God, I love that show. That sh- that show is oh, a beautiful yes. mess. Ooh. Um, but no, I I just randomly thought of this because uh, I saw a tweet of a couple different voice actors mm-hmm. posting clips of like, oh man, I really loved being in this show, or here I am practicing on something else, you know. Mm. Um, and I was just thinking like, if I was a character in some kind of animated t- TV show, what would I? Who would I be? Would I be a background character, just some like knockoff scientist that gets blown up or or, or something, or I don't know. I like, want to be a townsperson. Mm-hmm. Like think about Gravity Falls. Sure. I want to be like Lazy Susan. I want to be on that level, just it, recurring is, is that, townsperson. Please, is that what they refer to you as? To you, just like, oh hey, it's Lazy Susan. But like that that is the j- 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 joke of just like she is this like rotating ca- ca- cast oh, of no, like no, that was the lady's name, that waitress at the diner who had the lazy eye. That was her character's name. Oh, see, I'm thinking of a it's lazy Susan a- 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 on a like table that like spins. No. And, and you said ro- rotating cast members, so I was just <laughs> no, like, that makes it's sense. Smart, right? <laughs> Maybe Alex Hirsch also thought of this. No, I just want to be just townsperson, just popping in and out. Maybe I'll be panicked. Maybe I'll be frantic. Maybe I'll be charming. Maybe I'll be angry. Maybe I'll have a torch. I want to have all the emotions townsperson could have. Yeah. I have. Have you seen Steven Universe? Yes. So I I think I would want to be a character like sour cream or or something where he shows up every now and then right you are a sour cream i totally am uh but but like like someone who's he's not necessarily super important to to like the overall plot or, or something like that but he's there he's a character you know him maybe every now and then you get a a story that's like oh he that's his mom by the way, that's his mm-hmm. family backstory, right? But like, he's, he's there's not much to him, right? But he's just like, "Yo, yeah. Steven, what's up, man?" <laughs> <laughs> and he he's yeah, like, he a, sound exactly like Brian Posehn. I I I don't know, but uh, isn't he also like a DJ or something in that show too? Like he yes, so he's just sitting there like. Yeah. <laughs> that would be me. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I like as much as I would want to be a detective, like I I I I don't I, I don't feel like the like stereotypical like hard boiled crime noir detective. Like that would be well, too you much could be of, like a detective a Conan to me. Yeah. I, I could be a, like Detective Conan type of character, but I like I'm thinking of like down on their luck alcoholic private investigator being like, so there I was, and she walked in with her red dress, you know, and like I that would be fun. I I just don't think it would fit. No, I don't know. 
mech piloting detective. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like I said that and then remembered that is a guy. <laughs> They've done it already. <laughs> it's okay. You lost your memory 40 years ago. You didn't know that. That's what happens here in Paradigm City. I have negative memory. God, that show is wild. It is one of my favorites. I I got to revisit that sometime. I I do have to say I think that's one of my all-time favorite episodes of the Whatnots podcast that me and Paul yes. did, did. Yes. That is a fantastic. It was episode. really fun. Um cuz it was just batshit insane. Like, there's so much weird imagery for you to try and dig in on. Like, what do these tomatoes mean? <laughs> right? It's just like, there's so much stuff that you can dig into and metaphor. and But then it, it goes in so many directions that you're just like, did they actually know what they were doing? Or not? Who knows? Like, because this is just weird and stupid. But uh, there's so much stuff that's like, but then there's this and that and that c- 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 connects with this. If you think about it in this one way, but then like, right. you're just like a tomato oh, is a, a metaphor for your innocence. This is a show that I want redone. Like I want this to be Please. a lot. I want the live action adaptation of this. Like hopefully this John Cho Cowboy Bebop does well, and then we get a yeah. wealth of these other ones. I want this done like verbatim, just shot by shot, live action version. Put it on AMC like it's a prestige drama. Just see how people take it. Still as many robots. Still that mummy guy. <laughs> it's all still there. So wild. It was so good. <laughs> I love that show though. Yes. Ugh. Anyways, I think that will about wrap us up this yeah. week for the podcast. Uh, housekeeping, ladies yes. and g- gentlemen, we have multiple podcasts that you guys can go check us all out on. Uh, you guys can find more info on our website. I mentioned, I think, the review show on this episode, as well as yeah. the Whatnots podcast, which was like the original podcast Mm -hmm. that we made a long time ago um go check all of that stuff out uh melissa and i recently did an exclusive episode of the captain's log where we rolled D &D characters brand new ones it was my first time Mm. uh and that was fun that was fun Mm -hmm. you guys go check that out if you like what we do patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month uh, you guys can get episodes early, get access to the live streams of the review show. At the $3 tier is where you can get uh, that exclusive content. And of course, mm-hmm. we want to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters yes. at the $5 tier. So thank you, Sam. And thank you, Christine, for helping us out, keeping the mics on. We appreciate mm-hmm. both of you. Thank you. Melissa, where yes. can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Uh, you can go find a picture of that pie I made. And we'll just slowly eat myself, probably. 
you guys can find me at yo kyle springer on twitter and instagram you guys want to stay up to date with our shows which by the way i also just found out that we will not be recording crossplay this weekend uh ignacio uh has been studying abroad here in the u.s uh he's been in san francisco uh and it is pretty bad where he is so he he went home to chile <laughs> right he's going to go home uh this weekend so he's yeah. he's he's gonna go back for that stuff yeah um, Ooh. But, but yeah so that means we will not be recording crossplay this week so i will be tweeting mm. that out shortly um uh, but yeah you guys can stay up to date with us on tw- on twitter at mm-hmm. the whatnots i believe that is about it this has been episode yeah. 87 of the Ooh. captain's log i guess the one last thing i should mention oh. is that we are almost on episode 100 of the review show it's coming up yes. in a couple weeks here uh, and Melissa, do you want to tell them what we're going to be doing for that one? Yeah, we're going to be trying a, a special new kind of episode where Kyle and I are each going to come to the table with what we think is the best superhero movie. And yeah. we're going to watch both these movies. We're going to talk about both of these. And oh, it's like a new twist on our compare and contrast kind of episodes we've tried before, where instead of talking about like a movie and the comic book it was adapted from, we're going to take two contenders for the same title, debate them against each other. There you go. Yeah. That sounds fun. Uh, I, I will have my pick all picked out. And then pick me mm. picked out. Pick, pick, pick. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm going to have that all picked out by this weekend. So, Melissa, when you and I record the review show this weekend, yeah. we can announce it on uh, our newest episode of the review show. So be on the lookout for that stuff um Mm -hmm. what we are going to be talking about for that one because a hundred episodes that's pretty cool big yeah Uh, and then don't forget hundredth episode of the captain's log will be a review of uh the old whatnots band (laughs) their discography (laughs) their discography we're also going to Uh, listen to some of james t kirk and john luke picard's captain's logs and talk about those too (laughs) Stardate 2019. Stardate 2020. Uh, yeah, so we'll be having some fun with that down the road. Mm-hmm. But let's get out of here for real this time. We will see you guys yeah. next week. Uh, yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>